1: People will tell you who they are, whether they intend to or not. So if somebody comes into the relationship and they're bad-mouthing their ex and they're talking all kinds of shit, then just assume that that's exactly how they will be about you when you break up. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our Facebook live episode of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with...
0: Lisa Bilyeu.
1: Yeah, buddy. And we're gonna be talking relationships, taking your questions as always.
0: All right, next question. Um, so Ellen Elton says, I've had huge trust issues to break through. I've been making progress. It's about me, not anyone else. That's, that's more of a, a Yeah, I guess that's more of a statement. I <laughs> <laughs> was a topic, sorry. <laughs> I was like, there's no question mark at the end of it. <laughs> um, so re- how, what,
1: how do you get over your own trust issues? Is that where we're headed she, with that? Yeah.
0: yeah. The-
1: um well, I think one it's important to note that some people aren't worthy of trust, but you have to take people on a case by case basis. And this is something that I think about, you know, when you hear other people's stories and something calamitous has happened to them and you get how they find themselves in a difficult position or even just people that find themselves single in their, you know, mid 30s or early 40s or Jesus later. And at that point, you've had so many experiences. How do you come to meet any person with Mm. um, a freshness, a lightness? And while I won't say that I could answer that question from a relationship perspective, I can tell you guys how we did it from a personality perspective. So business has hardened us both. I think that's fair. Um, I wanted it to toughen me up. So that's probably even more dangerous. And then we began to detect in each other's personality like a lack of lightness, levity, if you will. And so we really had to process through that and talk about how we bring that, that sort of lightness. Um, God, what are word? childlike? Like when somebody is just enthralled by life, they're upbeat, they're passionate, they're excitable. Like there is a lightness. That's the perfect word. I don't have anything better to it. To them, there's, um, God, I, not, it's not frivolous. There is a word for this, but uh, I am totally blanking on it right now. And we had to engineer that back into our lives. Because as we got um, toughened by business, as you get burned by a thousand different things and people and um, moments, that it does begin to steal you against things. And I think that that is useful but only to a point so I would say in a relationship you you have to watch out for that you have to be able to approach a new person um, not foolishly not foolheartedly you don't throw yourself into mm-hmm. you know love and move in after a week I mean that's not what I'm saying but you do need to be able to say this is um, a person their brain is plastic they can change so even if they have been a negative influence in somebody else's life if they have been somebody unworthy of trust in the past like is this somebody that I'm interested in enough that we can grow together and process through this and talk through it, define things that are meaningful to us from a trust perspective? Um, and I, I think that it, you know, it's going to be a little bit slow in the beginning. You can't ask somebody to be totally vulnerable with you on day one, you know. So it takes time, mm-hmm. but I think you focus on the mechanics, create a safe space, create rules. Um, if you tell me anything in confidence, like I'll just tell you this right now, if my wife were to uh, cheat on me. I would still never reveal your secrets. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. And like, so, but that's like an identity Because that's identity not, who, I was
0: about to say, that's because you're, that's not who you are. Right. And to sink to other people's levels when they treat you badly um, isn't who you are as a human being. So I think in those moments, that's when you're tested because it's very easy to say, I'm never going to, you know, um, I don't believe in payback and, you know, getting somebody because they've done me wrong. But it's very different when you're feeling that emotion. Um, And that's, yeah, that's not who you are.
1: Yeah, so I think that at the end of the day, if you have trust issues that you have to process through, you have to remember that not everybody's the same, um, that you need to create the space for people to earn that trust, not make it an impossible bar to um, get over, that it is a reciprocal thing, that you're literally rules of engagement. And uh, we have rules of engagement in our relationship. I think every relationship needs them. I think you need to tell somebody your expectations uh, in terms of like, hey, if I'm going to tell you something, I want to make sure that this isn't going to be used against me. And then people will, people will tell you who they are, whether they intend to or not. So if somebody comes into the relationship and they're bad-mouthing their ex and they're talking all kinds of yeah. shit, then just assume that that's exactly how they will be about you when you break up. So remember, you don't divorce the same person that you marry, um, which I've always found fascinating. And the moment I heard that, I committed to myself that I would be the same person in any relationship when it was going well and when it was going poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so obviously I hope to never experience that or have to prove that in our relationship, but I've had other relationships in which I've been able to prove that to myself. Um, and, And so just see how people are.
0: Yeah, I remember when we first met, and um, you came to England, and I think we were dating for a couple of months. And the day you left, that's like you know, not to put words in your mouth, but that you said that's the day you realised that you were in love with me. And I remember you had returned back to England, and uh, sorry, returned back to America, and I was in England, and you called me and told me that you love me. And for me, that was it was that word that was like, if I say it back, I have to be a hundred percent in this relationship, so I have to trust you. One hundred percent, and because i 'd had a previous boyfriend in a long relationship that wasn 't a nice human being, he was um, emotionally abusive and just an you know not a very nice guy. so when you had said that, I had told myself, if I say it back, this is when i 'm going to give my hundred percent i 'm not just going to say it back and you know still not trust you like that was kind of my at least in my head that was my rule. The next time I say I love you, but I have to give it my all in that relationship. So, yeah, like that was once I said it back, I was like, I'm going to trust you knowing that it's very possible you're going to hurt my hurt me, whatever. So
1: Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. So one of the things that I think is most beautiful in a relationship and look, I get it. This is advanced class stuff. And so this is very dangerous. um, But one of the most beautiful things in a relationship is is having been hurt in the past knowing that you will be hurt again in the future yeah. and still putting yourself out yeah. there and still being open and still loving. And um, so, for instance, I mean, obviously, we all know that I want to live forever, but I'm not retarded. I understand that there's like a, a, a very real chance that one or both of us um, don't make <laughs> the cutoff. And so that even if we don't get even if we were to never separate. I actually have a really hard time saying the word divorce. Like, I have so ingrained it in my Mm. head. So even if we were to separate for whatever reason, um, you got emotional, and that totally distracted me.
0: Sorry.
1: No, just uh, it, like, caught me by surprise. So, and I promise, it happened one time in an interview, and I didn't say anything, and then I kicked myself later, so... I don't even remember what I was saying. I don't even
0: remember either. Uh, I think we need to move on to the next question. Oh, do you remember what you were going to say?
1: Just about, I think it was, (laughs) I I don't. My wife got emotional. She never gets emotional. All right. Uh, So yeah, I never, I'm weird about the word divorce. I don't make jokes. I don't talk about it. Um, So yeah. And the whole. I could find it again, but it would take me a while. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Sorry to those listening to the (laughs) podcast who can't see that your eyes got a little glassy there.
0: Um, Okay, this question is from Tracy Scott. Why did that
1: make you emotional? I guess we should finish at least that thought.
0: Why did you not say The fact
1: that I won't say the word divorce. Yeah,
0: because you... You have... I love that you have that hard line. Like, sometimes you say things to me, like, you tease me a lot. And depending on what emotional mood I'm in, I don't want to be teased. Right. And so sometimes if you tease me and it's just hit me wrong, um, yeah, it just... Like, that's the one thing you'll never tease me about. That's the one thing. Because it holds so strong in your heart that you just never... you never joke about it. you never tease me. And that that little thing just... I don't know. It just really always shows me how much you love me to not be cheesy.
1: No, no need to be cheesy. The interesting thing is that for me, it, that isn't about love. That's about commitment. And there's a reason that I delineate. So the, when I got ritualistically scarred for our wedding, there was a reason that I separated those two things. Um, in fact, I even separated passion from that. So it, it's important to me to acknowledge that love is brain chemistry. Commitment is a choice, right? And so Yeah, but And I don't want to even unromanticize our, I was say, it, but Also but,
0: even just our commitment in our marriage, we would never stay married if we couldn't make it work.
1: Totally agree, but what I want people to understand is that if you know that love is brain chemistry then you have to learn to take control of your brain chemistry Mm -hmm. and learn to recapture and recreate moments to make you feel that because it won't happen accidentally it's like happiness happiness and love are very similar in that sense that if you don't work at it it's not going to happen right so um love also goes through phases and you know the the there's an element of surprise at the beginning of a relationship that you can't ever recapture as you go. And so how do you shift surprise to shared experience? Right. And that like understanding that to me is I think really, really important. Again, this is master level class stuff, but mm. like understanding that understanding how to affect your brain chemistry to refeel that sense of love and understand how not saying the word divorce to me is about commitment. And it's very deliberate choices that I'm making to make sure that, like, that shit is ironclad. It's on a super solid foundation that the reason that I don't tease you about that is even though it's lighthearted and it's fun, it's like there have to be some things that are sacrosanct. Like, the people are weird about me swearing, right? So if you have kids in the car, plug their ears. I love to swear, right? To say fuck or whatever because it impacts other people. If it didn't, if those words weren't special, if they weren't meant to be kept locked away and used mm. only in very limited quantity, they would have no power. And but like in a foreign you could tell me a swear word in a foreign language, it will have no impact on me because it's in my mind there's nothing to it. It it, it carries no weight, it carries no power. By giving divorce power and then locking it away in this box and making it this thing, it's like it keeps me focused it brings power to it and in creating that power it's like there's almost like a magnetic repellent effect to it that keeps me like you just don't bring that out casually because then it's just planted in your mind as like this okay thing Mm -hmm. and i've had because it's become so prevalent in society as like a possible go-to scenario i wanted to lock it away to make it like voldemort that thing that shall not be named to Make sure that it carried the power that it really is. I mean, that is like, when I think about how destructive that would be in our lives, like, yeah, that's crazy. And I'm not saying, by the way, that that isn't the right answer. If you became a psycho or I became a psycho, like, you should divorce me. I'm just saying, like, it should be recognized as the powerful and terrifying thing that it is.
0: And it's those little things that make me... Trust you so much and you know give everything is that you you have these little like rules in your head of um how to how to make me feel um well maybe yeah I'm not sure how to I'm not that. sure where
1: you're headed, but I do have but it's
0: those like for instance, like I trust you. 100 percent right i never i've said this before i never check your phone i've seen many women flirt with you because of quest nutrition you get a lot of um female fans um but i i I, have never once got jealous it's never once bothered me and in fact i've even said to you sometimes like oh well done babe you still got it like as a joke but it's still um I've, i've never doubted your love for me and when people say oh you're so lucky um it's really, it's these little things, like what you just said about the word divorce. It's the little thing, not necessarily little, but you getting a tattoo. It's all these things that you've done over, you know, almost 16, 17 years of our relationship that has allowed me to give my 100% and not worry or have mistrust with you.
1: No, for sure. And I mean, look, obviously, that's a two-way street and it's something that we've built together and... Um, You know, didn't have it all at day one by any stretch Mm -hmm. of the imagination, but have put a lot of effort into it. And, you know, one of the things just for anybody watching, like how to figure out your own rules, find the things that make you feel bad. And make sure that you don't do that to the other person, right? So I just knew I wanted to feel safe. Well, then if I want to feel safe, I better make you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I want to feel loved, I better but make you But you say loved. that
0: because I was going to get a tattoo with your name on and you didn't want me to.
1: Yeah, but that's like a personal thing. So I'm just not huge into, oh, this hate mail is coming my way. No, I'm not big into women with tattoos. Yeah, personal thing. Personal things. Not my shtick.
0: I love tattoos. No. So. Yeah.